Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. You are listening to Financially Speaking and I'm your host, Kathy Cook Noble. And as always, I'm excited to be here so we can talk about all things money and finance because in my world, everything relates back to that somehow, some way, whether I make it happen or just does it on its own. But it's always uh, an exciting connection when we talk about money and finances. And what we do here on the Inspired Choices Network is we help offer little tidbits or pieces of information that people need to to take with them and make their life that much better and that much more enriched, however that may be, whatever that may look like. And we have so many great shows on the network that really connect everybody to any piece of information that they would need for their life to be improved. So we just happen to be talking about money and finance, which is my favorite subjects. And what we do here is we just take everything from whatever you can imagine in money terms, whether it be understanding the difference between the different kinds of mortgages or different kinds of bank accounts or, you know, what's a TFSA versus an RSP. We talk about all that stuff and we break it down into language that you can understand because a hundred percent, absolutely wholeheartedly, you can understand all your stuff. You don't need to understand Warren Buffett's and you don't need to understand Jeff Bezos and all their billions and billions of dollars. You just need to know your own and you can do it. So that's what we do here. And every once in a while, we get to have guests on that uh, just share something new and refreshing and exciting to uh, bring us into our bring things into our lives to help us enrich it even more. And tonight is no exception. So I'm going to introduce our guest in a minute. And just to remind everybody, if you're out there listening and you want to join us in the chat room and ask questions, either of me or my guests that I'm going to introduce, that's great. If you have suggestions for the show, I'm always looking for ideas and anything that people have questions on. If you're out there and you have a question, guaranteed there's 10 other people you know that have the same question. So share it with us and I will break it down and, and do my best to explain it in a way that people can understand. I've got lots of show topics from people that are listening and I love those. They're my favorite kind because I, I know I know the stuff that I like to talk about. And I know sometimes just in my practice as an advisor and a bookkeeper that people don't understand certain topics, so I always try and address those. But when you ask me to talk about a topic, those are the ones that are my favorites because I know that's right for somebody specifically. So don't hold back. We're happy to take on any topics. And when you're listening to the Inspired Choices Network, I have to tell you, there are some very cool people that are uh, our producers are pretty fantastic to start with. And our hosts are pretty amazing, too. So if you're thinking, wow, I could do that, I, I've got some great wisdom about a, a certain topic, then you should do that. And you should talk to our, our fearless leader, Christine, and and talk about either hosting your own show or working with her on becoming a host if you're not quite ready for it. And she'll work with you on that. But uh, always keep that option open because there's a lot happening in the world and the world is not that big of a place. We're a lot more connected than you, we have ever used to be, and we're going to be even more connected, I'm sure, as the years go on. So, who do I have tonight? Well, 
it's exciting. I mean, I'm always excited when I have guests on because they all bring this unique perspective and unique education and, and knowledge for us. This particular case, I have a friend of mine who is also in the money business and she is a money coach. So we are going to talk to my friend and money coach, Danielle Corcoran, and she's going to share a whole bunch of ideas with us about money and explain to us what a money coach does and how she can help improve your life. Uh, Danielle, she's the founder of the Corcoran Coaching Group. It's a company that works with families, small business owners, and corporations that develop money strategies, and they will aid in making better financial decisions and teach you how to spend your money with intention. Uh, I'm also going to say she helps you understand your money and how it works. She grew up in eastern Canada, specifically out in Newfoundland and Nova Scotia, and she earned her business degree at Mount St. Vincent University in Halifax. So for all of you out on the East Coast listening, uh, Danielle is from there, so you might recognize her accent <laughs> if, she, if she has one. I don't think she does, but some people from out East and out West think there's accents. Uh, after working for corporations in the marketing and sales fields for more than 20 years, she realized that the entrepreneurial spirit has been calling to her since the age of 10 and would not take a backseat any longer. She... Uh, knowing that financial stress is one of the biggest triggers for marital strife, depression, and anxiety, Danielle's goal is to do everything she possibly can to help those who want to better manage their finances. She works one-on-one with people. She works in corporate groups and, and workshop settings. Danielle is finally living her true calling in working with clients who are ready to break their destructive financial cycle and alleviate the unhealthy stress that comes with worrying about money. Now, I'm going to give you her website and her email now. I'll also give it to you later in the show. It's Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, at DanielleCorcoran.com. Uh, it's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-C-O-R-C-O-R-A-N. And you can also find her at DanielleCorcoran.com as her website. Danielle, thank you so much for joining Hello. us on Financially Speaking. Hello. Um, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm great. I'm so excited to have you here because I, I know that um, you're uh, in the money industry. So talking to you is you already understand the stuff I'm talking about. So we can just jump all over the place and talk about everything. So uh, it's exciting. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself for those of you who are meeting you for the first time. Sure. Well, first, I'd like to comment on my accent. I am told a lot of the time that I don't have one, a Newfoundland accent. And but I always like to say if I have a couple of glasses of wine, then the accent becomes a little bit more prevalent. So but since there's no wine involved right now, not <laughs> you may yet. not be able to detect. Uh, not yet. You may not be able to uh, detect my Newfoundland accent, but you may you may hear a couple of words. You never know. Um, but yeah, as far as the great uh, age 10, I just wanted to touch on that. I wasn't much of uh, sports, you know, minded. I wasn't much into music as far as playing instruments and I was bored. So my dad actually helped me find uh, regal greetings and gifts. So from the age of 10, I was knocking on the neighbor's doors in Newfoundland and leaving catalogs and then collecting them a week later and ordering up all the items and I think people were just ordering stuff to because I was cute maybe I don't know and <laughs> just thought it was fun to see someone a little actively a little active entrepreneur at, at such a young age and uh, I did it actually right till age of 18 and it actually got me my first 
babysitting job, which led to my first real job at 16 in a jewelry store. And, you know, it just kind of went from there. So that's how that's how I got started in the uh, entrepreneurial world. And uh, but I did go and get my degree at Mount St. Vincent University in Halifax and went on to work in the kind of more of the corporate, the corporate style places, um, mostly in sales and marketing um, is pretty much my background after that. And uh, so, yeah, that's how my that's how my career got started. And then um, you've always been interested in money. So how how did sure. you get started in the financial part of things? So I've, I mean, I've always kind of been a numbers person anyway, and I did I did like working with numbers, but I didn't really get started in the finance world until I started like seeing seeing issues with money when it came to my own business. So after I got out of the corporate world, I did go and open up a business with a partner uh, that lasted about 10 years. And it was a pretty big business. It was a multi-million dollar business, very high overhead, bricks and mortar store and seven staff. And what happened was I really saw you know, a different perspective from being the owner and having to pay out such large expenses um, and also being the salesperson and also wearing all the hats of the HR department and the accounting department and, and so on. So it became stressful, not only just running a big business, but it without really having a lot of education on the financial side, I pretty much winged a lot of it with the help of my accountant. But what happened was it just became a part of the stress level got high when, you know, people wouldn't pay their bills or, you know, their invoices. And then I have to pay bills and I have to pay staff. And, you know, every Monday was, how am I going to get through, you know, the week to pay these bills? And then Friday would come around and I would make it happen. And, but it was an effort to try to make sure, you know, Monday from Monday to Friday that everything got done. And it just became, it became too much and it became, it got to a point where my health started, you know, to deteriorate. Um, I needed to take some sick leave, and that's hard to do when you own your own business to actually take time off. And I started then to have panic attacks and losing sleep, and it just it was like, well, it can't. This can't be all there's to it. Like it's got to be. It's got to get better. And I just didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. So I did reach out for help eventually probably later than we always do and that's one of the one of the key things you know when you hear from people when they say oh when you ask for help is I wish I'd asked for it sooner uh, so what we did you know ask for help to kind of get our business back on track and it basically came down to at the point we were at that it really was the best option to close the business and when we decided to obviously that was a very difficult decision and and we had to get through it, but and we did. But there was a sense of relief knowing that even though we were closing a business and it was a bad thing, the relief really came to be, now I can put this behind us, get through it, move on, and start fresh and get, you know, to the next, to the next bigger and better opportunity. Absolutely. And, and you have. And we're going to talk about that, what the next sure. bigger and better opportunity was for you. Um what would you say was the aha moment or the turning point that you had when you knew that this was the path you were meant to do? So when I did reach, like when we closed the business, I did look into the financial industry 
and really saw that I was learning all this stuff that I'm like, I wish I'd known this when I was 20. Yeah. I wish I'd learned this. And I would, I would express it to my partner who had absolutely no interest in what I was learning. And he would just like stare at me, like didn't really resonate with him. And I was so excited about all these new things that I did get into um, learning and some education and became a financial advisor. Um, there was two turning points or aha moments. The first one was my first family that I worked with when we sat down and went through all of their all of their assets, all their liabilities, and figured out the clarity, you know, the clarity of where they were currently. Uh, and then we were able to save them some money and, and put some plans into place. And when we showed them everything that we had come up with, you know, there was a lot of tears and there was a lot of hugging and <laughs> you just kind of felt like, wow, like I was really part of something that relieved so much stress to this family that it just, it made me feel like I, I had, a, you know, a part, I was a part of that and I felt, you know, really good at being able to provide that relief and that, again, that, you know, looking forward to the future and knowing there is a light at the end of the tunnel, knowing there is goals that now we really think we can achieve, we know we can achieve. That was the first one. And then the second aha moment was I was in New Orleans at a convention and I saw these two girls who had come from a really bad background of abuse, you know, uh, domestic abuse with their parents and alcoholism living on the street. And they spoke at this conference about, you know, if our, if our mom knew better about finance, you know, she would have done better and we would be better. And now that we are learning about finance, we're going to be able to help the rates of divorce maybe go down and maybe we can help mental illness that, you know, as far as not being so stressed over over finances come down and, and rates of suicide come down. You know what I mean? Like there's so much there's so much depression and so much anxiety that gets caused about money. It's just knowing and putting what you know into action can really can really create so much good value and and less stress to have better futures. And I thought if I can even be a small part of creating, you know, better futures for kids moving on to school and, and not having to, to be so stressed out about money, I would love that. So that's when I knew with listening to these two young girls and not a not a dry eye in the room and, you know, it just it just it makes you feel like you have a purpose. And I think that's when I really knew this is, this is the path. That's awesome. That's, it's amazing. The, the stories that we run into and the different kinds of people that we have the, the privilege really to work with and help with that, with their situations, because they really are all unique. Um, we are already up to our first break. I can't even believe it. Uh, I, I'm actually over my first break because I was so I was so paying attention to you that I forgot to pay attention to our clock. So don't tell our producer that we're a little bit over. I'm going to, we're going to take our first break of the night and you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network um, with myself, Kathy Cook Noble, and you are listening to our show, Financially Speaking, where we talk about all things money and finance. When we return, we're going to continue to talk to our money coach, Danielle Corcoran. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. 
by tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. You'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. I am Kathy Cook Noble on the Inspired Choices Network and you are listening to Financially Speaking and our topic today that we're talking about about is of course money and we have money coach Danielle Corcoran with us today as our guest and before we went to break we were just talking to Danielle about the 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 moment that she realized that she was really in the right industry and she was going to help a lot of people on this path to financial independence so Danielle uh, I know you started out in business and entrepreneurship and you still are essentially uh, and you're also a financial advisor but now you've transitioned into being a money coach so what what do you do in your practice and let's explain to people what a money coach is because you hear a lot of financial terms that get thrown around and a lot of confusion for a lot of people so I'll let you uh, take us down that path on what a money coach is and what a money coach does sure so there's there's some overlap between an advisor and a and a money coach and i think really the main the main difference is i don't actually as a coach sell any life insurance policies i don't i don't recommend any products to purchase i don't do investments and i did and i enjoyed it but what i was finding was that even if we were helping in the overlap part what i mean by that is when we help a client, the, usually the first thing we want to do is get a real clear picture on their current situation. And that's the first thing I do as a money coach. Let's get a real clear picture of what money is going out and what money is coming in. I like to say from Jean Chesky of Her Money podcast, I always like to quote her, it's what you, what you own and what you owe. So let's get a clear picture. And then we'll sit down and go, go through that 
and see, you know, are you are you living below your means? Are you spending too much and so on? So that's what a financial advisor would also do. The difference is that at at that point in time, the financial advisor is then going to say, okay, we're going to put some money in this investment and, and or this is what we recommend and these are the products we recommend and you definitely need to have some life insurance if you don't and so on. Um, in my case, I wouldn't, I would be looking at where are we, where are we at from a spending perspective? Are you budgeting? If you're spending more than you're earning, now we, we have to figure out why and where it's all going. And then once we do figure it all out, then we're going to sit down with a budget. And I like to call even a spending plan because I know budget's kind of like a, a lot of people don't like to do budgets or, or the word budget, but a budget is really a spending plan where, again, as in the financial world, it's all about planning. And the more we can plan, then the more we can intentionally spend. So, like I said, the difference is that I'm not selling, I'm not, I'm not going to now bring you a product, not to say that I don't think you need it, but my first goal and my ultimate goal is to look at some habits and maybe, maybe create some new ones. That's awesome. And um, what would you say now that you're into the more of the coaching side than the planning side, what, what would you say comes up the most with the clients you sit down to meet with and the families that you talk to? So probably the biggest thing is, is using a debit card. So, your your money is so not visible because it's a credit card or a debit card that it's just so easy to swipe three or four times at Tim Hortons during the day or it's so easy just to go pick something up quick at the grocery store and you're just not visually seeing the money come and go. So it becomes so transparent that you just you're just not thinking about it because it doesn't physically enter your hand hardly at all anymore. And this is kind of one of the things that, you know, is important to teach kids as well is, is the value of money. And that's where I think the debit card has really kind of taken the value out of money because again, you're not, you're not visually using it or physically using it, visually seeing it. So I think the first, the first thing that I usually will look to somebody to do is we will plan a, a budget and then we will take out, I will make them <laughs> take out cash, which the hardest part of this is actually physically going to the bank and withdrawing the money. But we come up with a amount, an amount of money that we want to spend for your biweekly paycheck. So if you're getting paid, for example, every two weeks, we'll come up with a set amount of money that I want you to take out in cash. And that money becomes your grocery money, becomes your entertainment money becomes your going to the movies, becomes your Tim Hortons, your Starbucks fund. And then once you run out of that, then that's it. The rest of your money is going towards your bills, is going towards your your expenses, and then you have to wait till next payday before you can spend any more. So that's that's the first thing we do. Now obviously there's you know things that come up that you don't expect, but that's the next part of the best part about putting together a budget is that we're going to actually start planning now for those unexpected things. So, for example, kids going back to school. Not unexpected that you're going to have to spend some money, but it's not. It's only once a year, say, for example. So knowing that that's coming in September, that's something we might actually start thinking about in January. So these are the types of things that I'm going to work one-on-one with some.
Danielle, I I think that you got cut off or you've muted yourself. Um, if you can hear me, then uh, just give us a... Hello? Hey, there you are. Hi. I thought... No, I it, went, it went on your end. <laughs> I uh, didn't mute, mute myself on this end, so sorry, sorry about that. I, that's okay. I was getting worried. I thought I was going to have to do a little sing-song while we got you reconnected. So <laughs> that, oh, that okay. is a relief Sorry for everybody that. that's listening. So, <laughs> no, that was great. You were you were sharing with us. Um, you got cut off just right around when you were talking about the 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 money and the way that's dispersed sure. and stuff that yeah. comes up. Yeah. So, so you'll have exactly. to repeat yourself, so, but it's due for us. <laughs> that's okay. So sorry about that. So I think where we got cut off was basically I'm looking at putting together a spending plan for day-to-day expenses, but we're also going to then, once we do that, then we're going to look at what's coming down the pipes, Christmas gifts, Thanksgiving coming around the corner, where, and so on, where now there's going to be extra money that you're going to have to spend because of a, a of this upcoming event that even though it's in December, for example, buying Christmas gifts, but we're going to actually start planning for it say in January, um, things like that. Even like you, like you are so talk about so much and having an emergency fund and having a car repair fund. Those are all things that we're going to talk about, uh, working one-on-one with what events are going to happen. Even though we know they're going to happen, we don't actually know when they're going to happen. How can we be prepared for it? And we'll put a plan in, into place for those as well. Absolutely. Uh, what do you find um, in when you're talking to people as far as what uh, age bracket needs the most help? Do you find that it's older people or do you find that it's the, the younger people just getting started or, or do you see a, a pattern yet? I think, I mean, everybody should know about money. I mean, it's the only thing that we need every single day in our lives besides oxygen is we need to have money pretty much. You know, it's, paying the bills, it's it's your mortgage or your rent and your food and your utilities. I mean, we need money every single day and it should be taught early on and, and there are practices that you can do and, and a lot of people will start or a lot of uh, coaches will, will want you to start with your kids as early as age three uh, with some cool different little things and, and tips and tricks you can do with kids early on. And I think that's the best thing is, is teaching is, is teaching by example as far as who needs who needs the most help it's it's when you're ready for the help is when you need it the most so i mean i would love for for money to be taught in schools and 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 college and all those kind of things but if you're not if you're not ready to hear it and you're not ready to put it into practice then it it kind of goes to the wayside and i know like some colleges are offering it nobody would sign up and it's like well because that's not what college students are focused on right now, they're focused on getting the credits that are going to get them to their career. So as far as the people coming to me the most, I'm looking at that, you know, mom that maybe has a couple of kids and is maybe working part time and is starting to panic about kids education or starting to panic about retirement. And it comes, it really boils down to people wanting help when they're not, they're not wanting to live this way any longer. Like they're, they're ready for change when people really start searching for financial advisors and for and for someone like myself whether you know but again everybody needs financial education everybody needs 
to, to learn it, but it's just really about coming up with the best strategies to not only first teach it to yourself and learn for yourself, and then what are some strategies to help your family uh, as they grow learn. Absolutely. Do you find that, and I, and I say this because I know in my practice, uh, many, many times I'll have people come in where they're on their it feels like to them they're just on their their last nerve and they're desperate and and like you said they come to you like when you went to get help for your own business where you waited longer than you probably should have do you mm-hmm. do you see people where they is there ever a point where it's too late for anybody to come and get help it's never too late if anything, if you think it's too late, now you definitely want to ask for help. And there's never any embarrassment. That's my biggest thing is don't ever feel embarrassed. Don't ever feel um, that your your situation is the worst because it's not. <laughs> it may feel yeah. like the worst to you, but there's always somebody more worse off. Um, the soon, Obviously, the sooner the better. But if you're ready, if you're ready and you, you're like, I can't live like this anymore, I... I can guarantee you, you will feel immediate relief after speaking with somebody. Absolutely. So true. So true. So we are up to our second break for tonight. And we're going to take our our second break real quick. And then we're going to come back and talk to you more, Danielle, and uh, find out about people when they're stressed about money. um, And we're going to talk to them about different steps that they take and how to, again, we're going to talk about how to get a hold of you, of course. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. 
And we are back. Uh, you, you might notice Kathy's voice has changed, <laughs> and that is because we are working to get her back online. She's having a little bit of technical strangeness. So we're going to resume the conversation, this amazing conversation, with Danielle Corcoran, who is Kathy's guest this evening. She is a money coach, in case you missed any of the first part of the show. And so I'm going to let you just continue on with some of your fabulous information, Danielle. And I do have a curiosity um, you you see probably a, a really vast amount of, of cases. Um, what do you find people um, really kind of are missing the most? Like you, you were talking earlier about learning about money, but what is there something like a key piece that's like a missing ingredient that m- many of us have? Like is there a, a trend in something that you notice in your in your work so far with that? I would say a big part is we're living kind of for now and not the future. And that's kind of a trend in that, say, for example, when we get out of school and we're getting our first job, we're not even thinking about retirement. Why would you think about retirement when you just got your first job, right? But it's the perfect time to think about retirement because your money, you have the longest hopefully, amount of time between when you start your first job to when you're going to retire. And as, as Kathy and every you know financial advisor likes to preach is the younger you start to save, the more compound interest you're going to make and the easier it's going to be to put money away for retirement. And I mean, even my first experience with a financial advisor in my early 20s, was this gentleman that sat me down in his big office and he's talking about all, you know, RSPs and retirement and all these different mutual funds and all things that I felt very unsure about because I didn't have a financial education. And I remember him saying to me, are you you getting all this or is this going over your head? Like, how are you feeling? I'm like, oh, no, no, I understand everything. He's like, oh, that's good. When I was like, I have no idea what's going on. But I did start to invest with him, you know, my $100 a month or whatever. But then as soon as I start seeing statements and my money, I start seeing my money go down instead of go up. What's the thing that you do? You take your money out and uh, or if you go into debt and you need that extra money that you put in that's being put aside, it's like, oh, I can take that money out. And I did. And I took that investment out. Big mistake. Right. Because, again, if I had left it in and not worried about about the numbers going down and just kept putting my hundred dollars a month in or whatever it was at the time, you know, that would have created a, a large amount because obviously the markets go down and they go up and they go down. And but for long term, you know, your money does grow. So I think I think planning for today and, and just getting to paycheck to paycheck and not really worrying about retirement or, or putting kids through school or or even goals like planning for a vacation or planning planning for things. It's always about let's put it on the credit card and we'll worry about to, to plan we'll worry about paying for it after. And that's that's probably the biggest trend. That's awesome. And Danielle, you probably find too that it's what and I would I'm going to ask you but I'm guessing as well that on the coaching side of things that you you work a lot with um discipline for people. I know when when I see people in the practice that whether it's bookkeeping, whether it's investments, insurance, it doesn't matter. It it's really if they're disciplined on the program that it works really well. 
And like you just said about cashing stuff in early and, and, you know, you can put a great plan together and if people don't follow it, then the plan fails on them because it's not being, not being put into place. So with the, with the coaching side, do you spend a lot more time than say I would spend in my practice on the, the mental part of it where they, they learn the discipline and they, they learn more of, of the, the emotional side of money than so much of, you know, this could do a potential return of this. And if you invest here, it's good for tax planning and this more of the stuff that I do. Do you find that in the coaching side comes out a lot more than what you did when you were in the financial advisor role? A hundred percent. And I mean, that's probably the biggest difference is that it is it's behaviors. It's, I'm not, I'm there to look at past behaviors and let's see how we can improve on them and maybe make mindset shifts and make some changes and, and go from there. I'm not the one who's telling you to invest. I'm not the one telling you this is going to be better for your taxes. I'm the one that's saying, let's look at your values. What do you value about money? Like what, or what do you value in life? Is it, is it spirituality? Is it your friends? Is it travel? Is it your health? Like what, let's, let's go through a values, say exercise, for example, and look at in the past, like what was your first experience with money and, and what, how did it feel? And what, you know, what did it make you feel when you made money in your first job or those kind of questions? And then once we put together your top three values, the next step is now saying when you go to spend your money, are you spending it on something that's one of those three values? And what happens when you start to look at it that way is there becomes a shift on why I'm spending this money. You know, am I am I putting it in savings because I want to go on this nice vacation? But then, oh, do I need that money because I need to go out with my girlfriends for a night out for dinner and some drinks? So what, you know, what's more value? Yes, my you know, friends are valued. So that could be one of your values is spending time with friends. And if it is, then awesome. That's where that money should go. But if having a big vacation once a year with your family is a value, knowing that you're putting money towards it, it's going to make you feel good about where your money is going. So, for example, you won't have that buyer's remorse. You know, a lot of people have buyer's remorse because they just went and spent some money on clothing or shoes that they, you know, spur the moment sale. They went and spent a bunch of money and then afterwards like, oh, I shouldn't have done that because it didn't align with my values. So, so those are the, like, that's one example of an exercise, but 100% it's about behaviors. It's about as a couple, you know, if you're married or, or you have a partner and, and it's about knowing what your goals are together and, and what your, each of your values are and making sure that you're aligned for a, a future together and that your money is going towards, towards what you both want to have happen, you know, down the road. So, do you find, I know you work with uh, individuals and, and families and small businesses and so on. Do you find there's a huge difference between the individual single person and the small business as far as their position with their money and their, their mental relationship with money? Do you find a big difference between the different types of people like that? With individuals, I mean, you have a lot of differences with, with each type. So if you have someone who's single is going to be, you know, that doesn't have anybody else to bounce money decisions off of, they're going to have a different set of 
reasons that they spend their money and, and values and so on. If you're in a couple relationship, if you're in a family, and then if you're in a small business, you know, everybody is very individual. As far as like one specific thing, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say because a business owner is really, is really geared to making their business successful. So when they make money, they may reinvest their money back into the business because that's the priority. But when you're with, with a couple and, and generally say, for example, in a relationship, one person is generally a spender and one's a saver because opposites attract, right? And, and when that happens, that can be a leading cause of arguments about money because one person is spending it and, and then, or the, and the other person doesn't realize they're spending it and they're, they're an active saver and it's about communication and, and, and things like that. So, so every, and that's why, I mean, when you look at Dave Ramsey and, and all these people that are out there that are, are doing, say, for example, it's like baby steps. Like he has, I think Dave Ramsey does these baby steps and they're the same for everybody, no matter what your situation. And the way I look at it is that every single person has a different reason of why they're in the situation that they're in. Um, just because you have debt doesn't mean you should feel bad about it. It's just, it doesn't really matter at this point. It's what do we do to get out of it? And he has one strategy to get out of it where I look at different strategies because what, what one strategy might work for one, one family or, or one individual or one business owner is not going to work straight across the board for everybody. So I like, I like the one-on-one where I'm going to work with you and you're going to work with me and we're going to sit down and, and work out a plan together that completely designed and strategized for you and you only. Nice. So I know that really when you people come to you, there's a certain level of stress that they're, they're carrying because of their financial situation. And when they do, uh, because we're all about finance and money here and you're talking to them about fixing their finances, how do they afford to hire you? Like, do you work that into your plan? How do you, how do you adjust that? Well, that's a really good question, and I am a fee-for-service, so I do charge for my time. And a lot of the time, like you said, people that are stressed about money really don't have much of it if they're that stressed over it. So I get it, and I get that it's it's a struggle to go, well, how am I going to pay for this when I can't even, you know, pay my utility bill or I can't or I don't know where the next rent payment is coming out. So yes, we do work it into the plan as far as looking at, at the budget and trying and making sure we find a way to come up with that. That's one option. Um, but I look at it as an investment. And a lot of the times, anybody that works with an advisor or coach that has to spend money to kind of learn about money feels it's the best investment they've ever made. And if you research anybody online that has done any kind of work with coaches in the past, They'll tell you it was the best. It was the best thing they ever did, and I'll, and really, it's pretty instant where that stress level will start to dissipate. And really, yeah. who can put a price on on lowering stress <laughs> and getting exactly. a good night's sleep, right? So again, we do. I absolutely will work with with anyone who wants who's ready for change. Because guess what? It isn't all me. It's the person who's coming to me for help has homework. And, and it's not going to be easy and it takes time. And that's why I have four months and seven months programs because this doesn't happen overnight. This is something right. that takes 
effort and takes time and and you know it's not going to take a lot of time out of your week but you know I am going to give you exercises to do and that you may have to spend an hour or two before our next session in sitting down and kind of focusing on things and but I'm there I'm your cheerleader I'm I'm the one that wants you to win just as much as you do so you know it's it's my my interest in making sure that we're working together but there's only so much I can do you have to do the work Right. Absolutely. And and I, I totally agree with you because, I mean, I, of course, I, I think the whole world comes down to finance and money. And if you're <laughs> under stress because of it, it causes health problems, which increases costs because now you've got either time off from work or you've got prescriptions or you've got um, physical problems that you've created because of stress. And I, I really believe that if people can eliminate that and that particular part of their life is stable and enjoyable, then they're happier, they're healthier, and they make the world a happier, healthier place. So if we can get people financially stable, I think that it makes the world, everything, all the other problems will will be fixed as a result of it. Um, And I know that's very simplistic, but uh, I think there's a lot of ripple effect from that. Uh, we are up sure. to our last break of the night. We're going to take one more break. We're going to come back. We're going to get your final thoughts. What's next for you? Um, we're going to, we're going to talk about, uh, how to get a, get a hold of you and make sure we just, uh, repeat that for those who weren't here at the beginning of the show, but are joining us later on. Or if they're not in the chat room and they can't click on it to see it, then we'll share that again. So we're going to take our final break. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to wrap up our conversation with uh, money coach Danielle Corcoran and talk to her a little bit more about what's in store for her. And we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. 
Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And today we've been talking to money coach, Danielle Corcoran. And we've learned how very important it is to ask for help when you need it. Ask for help when you think you need it. Ask for help after you think you don't have any chance of getting it. It's never too late to ask for help. And there's always somebody out there uh, like Danielle that can help you and get you back on track and, and work out a plan for you. So we've learned a lot of great uh, information about money coaching and really starting to understand more of what money coaching is. Cause I know, I know just generally in the financial industry that there's so many terms and acronyms and, and everybody feels like it's a different language sometimes. And, and I know that's what we try and do here on uh, financially speaking is just break down some of all that mystery and make it in plain language and user friendly. And that's what Danielle does. And that's what she's done for us tonight with the money coaching. So Danielle, uh, final thoughts from you. Uh, what, what can, uh, how can people get a hold of you? What's next for you? Um, where are we going to see you next on the big stage on your own show? Tell us more <laughs> about where you're going to be. <laughs> sure. So, um, well, what excites me right now about the time that we're in is this whole Me Too movement when with women and really kind of standing up for yourself more and, and being more forward and more empowered. So I think on the money side, it's an exciting time because I think the millennial generation, for example, is a lot more open about discussing finances and they're a lot more open about sharing uh, about money. And I love that. And I'm I'm excited about it because it becomes less about being shameful and, and being, you know, in a fear about money to be being empowered about it. Um, I like that, you know, women are more, you know, seem to be more supportive. I know like in other generations, money was a taboo topic. And I think being more, being more open to talking about money is only going to not only empower you and help you in the future, but it's also going to rub off on your kids just seeing you and hearing you and just having open conversations, not about necessarily anything specific, but just a, like specific money topic, but just on money in general, just having that open conversation, you know, is a good time. It's a good time right now where that's happening. Um, for me, uh, what's happening, my, my, I'm excited about the whole money and women topic. So we are going to be doing a podcast series. Um, with a wine-infused event. <laughs> um, we may do it monthly, but it's going to be a, a wine and wealth event where it's going to be like a happy hour where women will come together at the Hive, which is located on Warncliffe, um, which is a, a, a community of, of women and small business owners that get together and, and have events. So We'll be doing that. It hasn't, it's not set in stone yet, but I believe it's the first Friday in October. And if it goes over well, we'll be doing it on a regular basis. We'll have about 10 to 12 women. And it's just going to be draw a card, like a playing card, and it's going to have a topic or, a, or um, a leading question to basically get that energy going and, and start a conversation about money. So it's just going to start women having conversation and, and feeling good about it. Um, and learning just and just learning from each other and about how you're not the only one that might be in your situation and start to 
feel more comfortable uh, around the money topic. So that, that's coming up in October and more more information will be on my Facebook page. So if you want to get a hold of me, I do actually have two Facebook Live events, one on Mondays at 7.30, which is uh, my Facebook page is my name, so Danielle Corcoran, but it's Danielle underscore Corcoran is my business Facebook page. So every Monday I do a get to know me for 20 minutes or so, and it's, it's kind of repetitive, but it's meant to be because it's about seeing me, hearing me, getting to know me personally so that if you do feel like asking for help and you feel nervous about it, you're going to really get to know me and my personality. And that way, hopefully, you'll be able to reach out when you're not, because even though you don't know me, but you're learning about me, it might give you a little bit more um, realization that, you know, I'm not going to bite and I'm not going to scold and I'm not going to shame you. I'm just, it's about numbers and we're just going to work together and, and see if we can come up with a plan. So I do that every Monday. And then on Wednesdays, I do a wine and wealth series. And every Wednesday, I'll grab a glass of wine and I'll show you which bottle I'm drinking uh, that evening. And we'll do a fun topic. So we've done debt, we've done kids in college, we've done couples, and so on. So that's uh, so that's Facebook awesome. and my website. My website is com and email danielle at com. Awesome. And I love that because it's you don't have to know where to start to start. You just have to come, draw a card, and you'll just jump right in. Because I find that's the exactly. biggest big challenge for people is I don't know where to start. They're overwhelmed. You don't have mm-hmm. to know where to start. As, mm-hmm. as long as you start somewhere, the rest of it will will show itself. And and I think that's great. And with your guidance and uh, mentorship, that will get them on the right path. So, Danielle, I'm so happy to have had you tonight. I'm so very happy and grateful that you joined us. Thank you. I know we've learned lots. Um, we're at we're at the end of the show, and please join us every week on Financially Speaking, where we take all these topics that seem sometimes mysterious and complicated and make it user-friendly, plain language, just in English that we speak every day. So join us back here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.